You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at Earsports.com, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. I am Mike Casazza, welcoming in Chris Anderson. Chris, you notice how I said I was part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network? I did notice that. All right, we're going to get to why that's important in a minute. We probably could have done this as an emergency episode yesterday. We're here to talk about name, image, and likeness frontier at West Virginia, evolving, advancing, thanks to the Country Road Trust. Truth is, great information available yesterday, but also a great void of information where we really had to step back and try to understand what's going on. I think we have our arms around this a little better now, and the too long didn't read. This is pretty cool for West Virginia sports. I think it was a, what do they call it? A necessary evil. Uh, I think evil might be too strong of a word, but it was absolutely necessary. Um, this is, you're starting to see schools all over the country do this, set up these kind of uh, companies or trusts or whatever we're calling team, I think is what we got here. I, I'm looking at the website for this country roads trust, and it is called the country roads trust, the West Virginia name, image, and likeness team. And it is run by an LLC company. So uh, whatever you feel like calling it, it's necessary because it's happening everywhere. Even saw today um, something that was tagged in, in on our board or on our newsfeed that Illinois started essentially the same thing. Illinois Guardians and, and the reference from our, our Illinois site was, hey, West Virginia just did this yesterday. Everybody's got to do it. So I think you're going to see this pop up all over the country for schools that haven't already started. Yeah, it's a business. It's an LLC. It's registered. It's got heavy hitters who are the co-founders and, and are managing, although maybe not on a day-to-day basis, an advisory panel that's pretty impressive, something of a Rushmore of West Virginia athletics past, um, I guess, present. They're involved in this now, too. And then some initiatives that seem like it's really going to work. How do we get here? Well, because... There's been about six months of just the wilderness, right? And, and you're going into this new frontier about name, image, and likeness without any legislation, nothing from the NCAA, nothing nationally, nothing in the state, despite efforts at every level. And you have, frankly, a weird look of football players or basketball players or the student athletes saying on Twitter or on Instagram, hey, help me out. How can I get some NIL going? Those days are gone because all you got to do now is if you're a student athlete, hit this website, register, you become part of their trust, you're in the database. And then when things happen, they can contact you. It's not as easy as that, but it looks a whole lot better. It probably works a whole lot better than just saying, what's up, Twitter? And if you wanted NIL possibilities, hey, you got them now. I think that in some regard, it's probably a little bit disappointing for the athletic department. For example, Neil Brown's fifth quarter program. Part of that's like structured to, to help kids prepare themselves for this very thing. I think initially it was for after football, how they can you know, be responsible student athletes after football, responsible adults and all that. And maybe they could make some money off of who and what they were when they were playing college football. This makes it a whole lot easier to do that too. So they can certainly use those skills, but also in this now, they'll have professional help too. Um, it just seems like a merger of what they were trying to do into what they have to do. And now they kind of get to do it together. West Virginia University, completely independent from the Country Roads Trust. But you'd have to think that the athletic department is, is tickled to have this in their pocket now. T- 
tickled for the most part. I think that maybe that that's something that we'll talk about maybe now, maybe in a couple of minutes about the potential issues, I guess is issues. I don't know. Issue might be a strong word. You're, you're the, you're the better guy for words here, Mike. What am I trying to say? What, are, what were we talking about right before we got on here? There's conflicts. Yeah. Conflicts here. And, and, because this is, as you noted, this has to be separate. This cannot be, this trust cannot be an entity of West Virginia University or the West Virginia University Athletic Department. But it is. <laughs> but it's not. But it definitely is. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to cause some problems. I, I mean, it's not going to cause problems. Like every, everything, these are... I mean, we're talking a lot of lawyers, I'm sure were involved, very smart men and women involved in this. So I, when I say problems, I don't mean that they're doing something illegal or they've screwed something up. I'm saying there's going to be some missteps, some confusion, because this is all new ground that they're breaking here and they're trying to figure it out as we go. Yeah. So Bowles Rice is our law firm that's working with the Country Roads Trust here. And they're just going to make sure that everything it's on the up and up. Um, Bowles Rice, by the way, was the law firm that did the independent investigation of the athletic department after the big coding thing. So familiar with, uh, I would say, just staying right of center, right? Let's Your make friends? sure that everything. I, I have no problem with them. They have none with me. Um, but West Virginia's NIL policy is, is just kind of like recommendations. You know, we mentioned this before, but like the one word that always stands out to me in their NIL policy is should. Like a student athlete should disclose this. A student athlete should not conflict with, you know, whatever athletic department guidelines there. Doesn't say must, because they really can't. There's no law, right? But like, then there's no NCAA backlash on this. They're not going to retroactively, you know, punish people if they pass a, a rule here in the next weeks or months or years or whatever. So it's, it's more of like a set of uh, recommendations and suggestions, but that is going to be the guiding principle, I guess, legislatively for this too. So there, there will be no, for example, here's $5,000, come play for our team. Here's $10,000, get out of the transfer portal and join West Virginia or remain at West Virginia. None of that stuff's going to happen. There will be no quid pro quo. So that's kind of like one of their big tenets of the whole West Virginia NIL, and that's something that the Country Roads Trust is going to do. But So I think there'll be a lot of you know marching and step on this too. But where does conflict come in? Well, think about this for a second. West Virginia's fundraising arm, Mountaineer Athletic Club, has has, let's politely say, has had better times than recent years and it's not just because it's not that they're doing bad work times are hard economy is not great west virginia's socioeconomic status does not prop up a division one athletic department and you have to work hard to get into living rooms and to get money out of those living rooms you know, it's it's hard to fund raise funds right now in west virginia for the athletic department no secret there could the plan be better maybe execution certainly but you work so hard to get big dollar donations how many of those exist Small number, right? But are you more likely to give your, what's the round number here, Chris? $500,000? Sure. Are you more likely to give your $500,000 donation to uh, engagement officer or relations officer, whatever they call it in the Mac? Someone who's called you a couple of times, maybe he's flown out to your, your, your development you live in in Arizona or Florida. He's played around a golf, he's taking you out to dinner. Or are you more likely to answer the phone call from like Pat White, Pat McAfee, Mike Gansey, Deshaun Butler, and then get in business with Oliver Luck and Ken Kendrick? The latter definitely has more appeal, right? Yeah, I was going to say, it's the answer is number two. Yeah. So 
you have a, a small number of major like buoyant donations if you're West Virginia. And let's be honest, you're taking out of one pocket and putting into another now too. That would be a concern if I was a fundraiser for the university or conversely, if I was Country Roads Trust, because it's not a guarantee they're going to get all those. They may not, people might not like NIL, believe it or not. People do not like the NIL thing. They may be opposed to giving their money to the Country Roads Trust. Similarly, people might be really for it and say, you know what? I was going to give this $250,000 to athletics. I'm going to give it to the trust instead. That's that's kind of one thing that you're working about there. I think that there's a, uh, again, a small number of resources that are being perhaps divided here. There are, yeah. I mean, there there are finite, whether it's small, big, whatever, it's finite. How much, how much can be given or will be given by donors, fans, whatever here. And yeah, I think the worst case scenario, and unfortunately, one, it's not, would not be unique to WVU. And two, I don't think it's a wildly unrealistic scenario. This worst case scenario is that you kind of get hedged in the middle here with your money. You're trying to raise money. The Mac is trying to raise money for improving facilities, paying coaches, all that stuff. On the other side, you have this trust that's trying to essentially pay players, afford them NIL opportunities, if you want to put it correctly, I suppose. But all of a sudden you get some people pulling from the facilities or stop donating to the facilities pool and start giving to the players pool, but not too many of them, not enough of them. And all of a sudden you're short of your fundraising goals in the Mac and you're short of your fundraising goals for the trust to pay the players and your facilities aren't improving at the rate that they were previously and your players are not getting paid or being afforded NIL opportunities at the rate equivalent of other programs. I think that is a, that is a worst case scenario where you kind of come up short in both areas because there are a finite number of resources here, a finite number of donations. And I don't think it's unrealistic and I don't think it's unique either. I think that could be a problem for a lot of schools. As well, you have the Learfield IMG College, which raises the sponsorship revenue for the tier three properties. Big chunk of money, right? What is it, like $8 million a year? I think that's the ballpark there too. That comes from corporate sponsorships. As I understand it, one of the three things that the Country Road Trust is going to try to do is to develop corporate sponsorships. Obviously, that's why it exists. So one of them is going to be get people to write big checks. That would certainly conflict with the MAC. Um, the second one is going to be develop these corporate relationships and have them involve student athletes in their branding, their sponsorship, their advertising, right? That's NIL. Let this student athlete profit off of his or her name, image, and likeness. Well, there's only so many corporations and companies and businesses in Morgantown, in West Virginia, or with affiliations to, you know, a graduate, a former player, whatever. Well, now those people who might give their money to some signage or some sponsorship for a coach's show, um, for an in-venue setting, again, it could be a sign, it could be a, a scoreboard panel, something like that. Well, what if I gave that to the Country Road Trust instead? So that hurts now too. And that takes more money out of West Virginia's pocket. So that's a, that's a concern. I think that's probably something you have to worry about too. It's, it's that tier three stuff. Donations, absolutely. Um, and there's just only so many dollars available for these things. And you're right. Other places are going to have this problem. Um, how do they massage it? I'll say this. One of the people behind it, obviously here, is Oliver Luck. Um, when he came in to be AD some time ago, he did some things that kind of shook the establishment. I think you'd agree with that, right, Chris? Uh, correct. I think West Virginia benefited. Correct. It feels like the same thing is going to happen here. I'm not saying he came in to shake it up just for the sake of shaking it, shake just for the sake of shaking it up, but this is certainly 
uh, a shock that did not exist 48 hours ago. Well, action, reaction. What's the reaction here? Can West Virginia benefit? Can this whole system benefit? We'll see. Um, I think the luck's probably smart enough to figure that out. Like, okay, I'm creating room here for this company that I've built. People are going to have to make room, but they're also going to have to coexist somehow. How does that work? That's one of the things we don't know. We know a lot of what this company is supposed to do, what it intends to do, but what's going to actually happen around it. It can do all these things, but you know, is, is it a, does it lift the boats? You know, um, does it sink the boats around it? We'll see because it's definitely a different tide right now. Yeah. There's a lot of different angles there. You, you touched on the tier three thing and something else that I, I brought up with you before we got on here is also the school itself in part with that Learfield group, but they were also, I don't want to say they were trying, I mean, they were kind of trying, they were doing a lot of their own media stuff. They were forming essentially a media branch of the athletic department. And that was another, they put expenses into that to expand that and had exclusive interviews, exclusive, this exclusive, that, and I, you know, it's probably not much, but that was bringing in some extra revenue for them. And now all of a sudden this trust is offering up with these players. One of the things that they listed on there was exclusive, uh, exclusive media interviews. I believe is how they are uh, definitely media interviews, but maybe not exclusive on there, but still, how does that work? How is, are they going to, this is where it gets weird. And this is what I was asking you. I was asking you a question before how this would work was, is the school then going to pay the trust in order to do its own interview with its own players? Like I don't, one, that sounds insane. Two, I don't think they could actually do that, but this just seems like a very strange thing. Like it's, it's going to happen and we're all going to figure it out together. And I think that's, that's why we kind of took a day to sit back and look at this. Cause there are, you mentioned it, a void of information as well. There are so many questions still to be answered. And I just don't think they were answered yesterday with yesterday's uh, uh, let's call it an announcement. Yeah. Part of me was kind of like upset that I was puzzled. Like I wanted more information. I wanted a press release, right. Yeah. Just so I could have some answers to this stuff and like, Oh, this is cool. This is different. This is confounding what's going on. And I couldn't get it, but they, they have had a stream of information that's come out slowly but surely. And then on Friday, they're going to announce two full-time staffers in Morgantown. And that's going to be the personnel, the boots on the ground, so to speak, that will run this thing. And then the identities of those people that may fill in some blanks, but we'll get more answers over time. But I also think part of it is that time will provide the answers too, like how this changes and evolves and what the market provides what the market influences will probably bend and pull this trust in a certain direction. So we've discussed two of the three ventures that I think you're going to see this go into. Um, and I believe luck has talked about this too. So one is going to be getting the donors to write checks. The other one is going to be get, going to be getting businesses to incorporate student athletes. There's also this, like, I, I want to say, like, I think I call it a pass in the collection plate where you can just donate to the trust, right? Like here, here's here's 10 bucks or whatever. And then again, that's another conflict because it was about this time last year, I think, where West Virginia football had the time to climb campaign where you would donate. I forget what the number was, but it was a specific amount of money toward a goal monthly or yearly. I forget the fact that I don't know is probably indicative of this, but I have a feeling that's going to get gobbled up by this now, too, because watch this, this this thing that they're going to call like retail space for the trust. Um, 
like a subscription, Chris, where you pay X dollars a month as a donation, but you're subscribing. And if you're subscribing, you're getting something back. And it could be autographs. It could be um, access to speeches that someone gives, like a student athlete. Hey, a private Zoom link. It could be, you know, hey, here's a private Zoom link. We're going to listen to Taz Sherman talk about his 30-point game against Baylor. Oh, that's cool. It could be game-worn apparel. It could be, again, autographs. It could be just materials that come from a game, uh, programs, signed media guides, whatever, small things like that. But also much bigger, Chris. And this is this has my attention. Media opportunities. Watch, watch this. Watch them. Watch this trust. Develop the money to produce and present like episodic content, um, a YouTube series for the starting quarterback, uh, a weekly podcast for uh, the starting power forward, um, a video blog, a journal, whatever for the starting goalkeeper. Watch this. They'll be able to do it, but they'll have the money to do it. And they're going to want this because if you have a subscription service, you have to give people something and if they find a way to dangle this carrot in front of, let's be honest, you, you and I know this, a pretty ravenous population of fans who want content. And if you're getting unique stuff that is not available anywhere else, if you can get a Nico Marchio podcast bi-weekly, that's a game changer in this realm um, because you're going to have more players who want to do this and who will do it. You're going to have more unique content from this trust. Um, and then for you and me, Chris, we're not going to have access to perhaps a starting quarterback. If, if Nico's a starting quarterback, maybe we don't have access to him because he'll be exclusively offered here. Can can the football team say, no, 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 we can't do that? I don't know how they could. Because if he has a signed contract, if he's part of this trust, and he's getting money for doing an exclusive podcast, he's not going to be talking to anybody else. Does that mean he can't talk to ESPN? I don't know. Does that mean he can't talk to Ear Sports? I don't know. I just think that's the realm that you really have to plumb into here because it is vast, it's undefined, it's exciting, it's confusing, but it's there and it's not going to be undefined and it's not going to be confusing. They're going to fill in the blanks with content here. It's, so think about some of the material possessed you get. Again, signed paraphernalia, memorabilia, whatever. But think about the stuff that you cannot get anywhere else. You could only get this tangible thing, this podcast, this video blog, this breakdown X and O of a blitz package, whatever. You can only get it if you chip in 10 bucks a month to the Country Reds Trust. That fascinates and and delights me a little bit too because it's a, it's a space that doesn't exist anywhere else and I don't know where it's going to go, but it's going to be fun to watch. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This was one of the, the the media side of things was one of the first things, obviously, you and I touched on when we long before any of this. Um, and, and we weren't alone, obviously, like people who are in the media side of this business immediately went that way. Uh, heck, uh, was it, it Tex Ags, that Texas A&M independent site that paid a couple players 
10, I'm going to, I don't want to say it was five figures, like tens of thousands of dollars for exclusive interviews. I don't remember that getting anywhere. Like, I think it had like an exclusive one-time interview and they might've got a chunk of it, but then that was it after a while, because eventually those players were made available to the rest of the media by the school. And I, now that was an independent site that was completely and totally independent of the team and the trust and athletes and all that. How is it going to work with this country roads trust? I don't know. I, this, when I was, sorry, I'm, I'm about to ramble for a second here, but I was, do it. I was throwing this out to someone I do some business with here at home, unrelated to what we do. And I was explaining what had happened because we had just gotten your text about the Country Roads Trust. This was yesterday. And I was explaining what's going on. And on there, it essentially says they're going to crowdsource, crowdfund a pool of money from fans to give to players. And this guy that I was talking with is an accountant and he just stares at me for a second and he goes, so you mean money laundering? And I laughed because a fan handing a player $500 is against the rule, but a fan handing $500 to the country roads trust who then turns around and hands it to the player is okay. And Again, this is where you have to make it seem like the, the players are doing something. And I guess if you're going to come up with this subscription box and this uh, interviews or whatever it is, things they're already doing, then you can write it off as services provided and, and it's all okay. I don't know. This is, again, we're all trying to work through this together and it's going to be a very, very strange next few months. Well, hell yeah, we're trying to work through it together because we're about to get elbowed out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we, we, I was our, remember me complaining about this and I think, I don't know, want to say you were complaining with me. I know I was, I was probably the school was, uh, the school was essentially making players and coaches off limits to all the rest of the media and then pimping their own radio shows and videos and podcasts with these players and coaches that were not being made available to the rest of the media. They were essentially you know, they were trying to get into the media sphere, but they controlled the content for everyone else too, in some way, because they were not allowing us, everyone else in the media, not just, not just your sports, everybody in the media, nobody was allowed to talk to this coach or this player, but WVUsports.com, boom, got an exclusive. Heck, it just happened the other day with Graham Harrell. I haven't talked to Graham Harrell. Have you talked to Graham Harrell? Not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. Hit Neil Brown. Not allowed. Going to show not up doing on a couple things, not right. doing interviews, but only with people who have paid and have partnership agreements with the school. Hell, he so, wasn't even paid by that. That was on regular radio. <laughs> yeah. So this is something that that's already happening. And now we're just getting right out into and and it's happening. And there's some denial that it was happening. Now we're just flat out saying that it's happening and it's just going to move forward with it. So. I mean, it huh. can happen. I mean, it can. And like you're going to target football and then basketball and then i don't know you'll probably fill the salt in the summer months with one or the other why wouldn't you but you're gonna have to do something to get that subscription so watch them smartly i would add because this is the game now watch them mine the rosters of the most visible teams 
or get the most visible players that want to do this because you can absolutely do it. Um, they can, they're going to have money in the trust because people will be giving money to the trust. Like you can just, again, pass the collection plate, give this trust money and they'll figure out what to do. And then by you doing that, Hey, they can get again, a quarterback, a power forward, a goalie, whatever to do the podcast, to do the, the video blog, to do the X and O segment. They can, they can do that. And that's, that's kind of brilliant. Like that's the way we're going here because um, it's this, this is restrictive in other regards. I don't know how they're going to restrict this. I'm looking at West Virginia's NIL policy. Um, Things you can't do, agreements, um, there, but what, you can't do like compensation for work that's not performed, uh, quid pro quo, right? Um, agreements where compensation is contingent on initial or continued enrollment. Okay, gotcha. So, hey, here's a car, come to West Virginia. Good luck proving that happens, yeah, right? right. Uh, agreements where compensation is contingent on specific performances or achievements. So, listen, if you get 25 points, you get 2,500 bucks, like stuff like that, not going to happen. Um, prohibited promotional activities, uh, illegal products or services, alcohol and tobacco, gambling goods and services, uh, substances on the NCAA's banned substance list, activities that conflict with existing exclusive sponsorship arrangements. So they're what a Coca-Cola school. So Taz Sherman can't go out and like do Pepsi products. That's yeah. how I read that. Uh, sponsorships, which conflict with WV's exclusive sponsorship entities. They're United Bank. Um, James Gamitter can't go out and do a PNC bank promotion. That's how I would think that would go. Uh, firearms, explosive, lethal weapons, uh, adult entertainment and or websites, including explicit material. We'll skip number nine. <laughs> number 10, activities which are in WVU's sole judgment, misleading, offensive, or violation of a statute, law, ordinance, bylaw, university contract obligation. Okay. Number nine, let's go back to it. <clears throat> this is Mike Casaza, CBS sports employee, Chris. Correct. Athletic Recruiting Services. You, sir, are the proprietor of an athletic recruiting service website by oh, the university okay. definition. Oh, you just wait, Mike. You want to know how we're going to fund this whole thing? I've, I've, I've thought about it as we we're talking. Well, let me let me go with my work around here first. Go ahead. We've been down this road. I think we mentioned this in the summer. Like, I, I quickly asked the university this before. Hey, are we number nine? And they, they took some time. They came back and said, yeah, we think so. Yes. If you want us to do a deeper dive, let's figure out, you know, the answer. We can do that. We never pressed that. So six months ago we asked and they said, yeah, you're an athletic recruiting service because legitimately 24 seven sports ranks prospects and gives them a recruiting profile that untold numbers of colleges and coaches will visit and look at. That's accurate, right? Yes and no. Wait, okay. well, yes to what you said, but I think there needs to be a more clearly defined answer on what a recruiting service is because Let's, I've had this discussion before with, with coaches and, and recruiting directors, even we in are, Morgantown. We are not getting kids scholarships. Right. We are not one what of the that people wants. that get, gets paid to help recruiting. Like, like recruits pay us to expand you know, their, their profile out there. There are those types of recruiting services. We are not one of them. Or, I, or services that schools and coaches pay to get more information on recruits. I can flash that. my laminated recruiting guy card around Mountaineer Field throughout June and July, right? Yeah. No parent is going to come up to me and say, hey, can you get my kid a scholarship here? That's not how it works, right? Sure. Yeah. Has a profile on the website that I'm affiliated with, right? That's about as far as my recruiting service goes, right? I might write a story that evaluates prospects and it might get read by untold numbers of colleges and coaches. That happens too, which is frightening if you ask me, but that's another story. That doesn't do anything in the end game there. So I think that definition is extremely blurry and it needs to be better. But also 
I'm a CBS employee, Chris. Right. That's not an athletic recruiting service. That is that is a like the, at a time they they were the largest multimedia creator out there, right? CBS Interactive. When you look at all their TV properties and, and all their other media properties, right? I don't know how you made that athletic recruiting service. Number one, number two, um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how they could say no <laughs> to an offer from your sports to do something now. Like if we wanted to give money to the trust, that's fine too. But if we wanted to become a business that did something with them, I don't know how you would say no to that, especially when it comes to the media sphere, because the number of parents or players or prospects that I talk to have a concern about like just their kid getting their story out there, which is hard because you're so restricted in access. This is not an access rant, but just logically, whether it's 15 players on a basketball team or 85 on a football team, you're going to get a small number of players who rise to the top and get their stories really told even across a long season. But more than that, like a lot of players just do not feel like fighting Twitter or, or Facebook and trying to say, this is what's actually happening. They would much have much rather have um, a one-way road to have this conversation where they're behind the microphone and they're in the studio and they're telling their story as they see it, which is what a lot of these people kill to do. They would really love to do that. And this is an opportunity for them to do that. And fitting ourselves into this like media thing and also what possibilities exist and how could we create content? I'm not saying we become part of Country Roads Trust, but like, why couldn't our service be the same there? Why couldn't we lob an email to Oliver Luck or Ken Kendrick and say, here's an idea we have. Are they going to really come back and say, no, sorry, you're an athletic recruiting service? No way with the intention that we can explain and deliver to them. So I think that's the, the first, it's not even a workaround because I think you're right. You personally are an employee of CBS Sports. How many recruits have you interviewed and talked with over the last year? Not nearly as many as you. It's a small, yeah. small, small number. It's actually probably zero. Yeah. That, and that's my point. I think at one point, and it's probably different now, but when I first got started 11 years ago, I had to go through, it wasn't training, but it was, I had to read up on some material of things I could, couldn't do, say, couldn't say when talking to recruits. And that was because my main job was speaking with recruits. And a lot of it had to deal with not donating to schools. I was not allowed to donate to a university and then speak with said recruit about university. Not a problem. Um, so I don't see why you couldn't. It's just one less thing for me to do. I'll just pass it on to you. You can <laughs> just put it on your plate. Not a problem here. Uh, second angle here to play along with everything that's going on in this world, whether it's media or this uh, new venture uh, with Oliver Luck. We start the Ear Sports Plus Trust. And it's a separate entity that runs a YouTube page that is not affiliated with Ear Sports or 24-7 Sports. And the trust handles everything. I pay the trust. The trust then pays recruits or players to come to a podcast on YouTube for the Ear Sports Plus channel. And the plus is, of course how we charge all our premium members an extra premium membership on top of it, just like ESPN does. I, this is brilliant. And I'm <laughs> glad you're here because I was going to say something that's not as sophisticated, but like, like I, why not just borrow a page from the country roads trust and crowdsource? Why we could very easily crowdsource on our website, right? On yes. the message board. No problem there. Yours is much more sophisticated. Number one, number two, you think the university is going to tell the players that they can't do that. Yeah. I'd love to see them try. <laughs> 
like they can they can spoon feed their audience whatever they want and they do again my, my gripe with them is that i just I, I i have questions about how much they really care about what their fans know and, and not only that but who's telling them what they know um and for example graham harrell graham harrell is, is available this is just anecdotal here about the graham harrell interview he's available because learfield img college pays money for opportunities like that big picture what does it mean it just means they're first we're gonna get to talk to graham harrell but yeah man i'm upset that i wasn't first or i wasn't in the room for the first conversation i'm competitive right i don't want someone getting the drop on me they got the drop on me but they paid for that right yep why can't i do the same thing like if i have the money and i'm paying for it the rules are the are as applicable now and now there's a trust a verifiable trust whether it's the country road trust or the ear sports plus trust god bless you chris that this is going to actually be a thing that could, that can happen. Like, I don't, I don't know how you could say no right now. And like, are you really going to pass rules now that wrap around the ear, ear sports plus trust? That would be hysterical. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, Mike, I have already gone to my GoDaddy account and have secured the ear sports plus trust.com domain. Yes. So it's ours. It's on. It is on. Let's let's get a little bit more serious here because that is serious. Let's get a little bit more serious here. We've talked about conflicts. Uh, we have served our interests here. Um, but this, again, as I said at the top, is a really good day for, I think, West Virginia. Once they figure out what it is, I don't think it'll be hard. I don't think it'll take long. They're going to make this beneficial, too. The great thing for me that I think is that this trust gets to do and say the things that an athletic department can't really say. And if you read some of the language from Luck and Kendrick in that initial um unveiling on their website basically saying like hey these are dire times it's a it's a brave new world and west virginia is threatened by this there are all sorts of nefarious or otherwise permissible things happening but the dollar amounts and um the the grandeur being thrown around would be difficult for west virginia to match you're never going to hear that from the mountaineers right the athletic department is never going to say that but you put these these big names in business, in athletics up there, doing it, saying it, you can say that. They can do that. The university doesn't have to. This completely independent property can and does and did, and it made a difference, I'm sure. Um, that is the great thing. And like, I'm not saying they can do the dirty work, but they can kind of do the dirty work here. They can go out and do some of the things to woo players or influence players or just compensate players that maybe an athletic department isn't willing to say or do that is priceless to me i have from the from the very beginning this my thoughts have been if we're doing this it is best if these players and i know it's difficult because you do have to trust the people but i did believe it was best if these players left a lot of that behind the scenes the setting up all that stuff to someone else like an agent like this trust People who understand, and I think that that's why I think this can be very valuable. And all seriousness, I know we're joking around about it, and there's going to be a lot of confusion and stuff going on here. But you're gathering people, former players, businessmen, businesswomen that know what they're doing, that have been there, that have done that, that have uh, dealt with these types of situations. So I think this is a great setup. I think they pick some great people. Um, I'm sure they're going to expand that board, actually, or board or whatever we're calling it, board of advisors. Um, because I think there's more opportunities there and, but you, you need to have someone else to help you trying to be, I'm trying to imagine how dumb I was as a 20 year old kid, 20 year old adult oh. going through college and you're trying to graduate and you're trying to wade through everything else that goes with going to college and be a student athlete and handle all these business opportunities and everything that comes with it. 
you need somebody else to handle it. So I think this is the right move as far as that goes for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that's perfectly encapsulated there too because the time is now. These these people are going to have a small window of time because how many freshmen are going to be profile high profile players? Not many. How many sports are high profile sports? Even fewer, right? Yep. So you're going to have to either strike while it's hot, fast. You're not going to have a lot of time to do it because either you're going to be a late bloomer who has a small window of time and you got to nail it, or you're going to be someone who has to do it right away, or you're going to be a you could be a young athlete on a team that just isn't that marquee in Morgantown. But if you have the right people open the windows for you, it's a lot easier to get your message out there and make your money too. So that, that advisory board is really clever. I would say, keep an eye on the full-time people that they announce on Friday. Cause apparently that's going to be the slam dunk here because that's the people who have to be on the ground uh, pulling levers and, and making this all work too. Um, this is not going to look like in, in six months or a year from now, what it looks like right now. Again, it's kind of bass and undefined. I find that exciting and, and promising too, because it's not, it's not backed up into a corner it's not headed to a specific destination. It's really eyes wide open right now, too. So I, 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 we, we can talk about conflicts and you, there's only so much money available. Those are good problems. You know, there's going to be comp competition for those dollars. And if things work, it's OK to give more. Like, that's the ultimate goal. Give more. You can give to two. You can give to three. Um, if you find a way that, to be helpful in more than one endeavor, no one's going to complain about that either. Any closing thoughts? No, I, I, I more instead of a thought, I have a question for you mm -hmm. to get your thoughts. How long until you think this gets ironed out? How long until you think, I was about to say NCAA, but some entity steps in and helps regulate this? I think that they're so screwed up with the transfer portal right now and that that's a priority of just legislating that somehow. I think that's going to be their first thing that they do because every coach in every sport wants to have some sort of alteration or amendment to that. That's going to be very complicated. That's going to take time. So however much time that takes times two before they get around to this, because this is more complicated and it's going to start after I think the portal does. I just don't think the NCAA is capable enough or has the man or woman power enough to do two things at once of this scope. So I think it's going to be quite some time. I'm with you. I, I it's just going to take forever. I, I don't know who, I don't even know who is going to step in and figure it out. So States are repealing their NIL laws now too. <laughs> like they were putting him in just so they could have something before. And now they're like, well, why do we have to have a law? This is the wild west repeal. I think Alabama just did it the other day too. Just like repealing their NIL laws. Now there's uh -huh. no, like there's some very loose NCAA guidance that was remarkably less restrictive than state laws. So the state laws are on the books. Like, well, we'll just yield what the NCAA wants. There's no way they can strike back at us because Hey, we're just following the NCAA rules. We wanted to have a rule that was stronger, but <laughs> you dropped the ball there. So good luck. Oh boy. Check oh, out the website. Boy. Um, you can find them all over social media, but countryroadstrust.com, pretty good FAQ page, frequently asked questions that can tell you how you can get involved um, and a lot of their endeavors and their ideas. You can also surf around, figure out who was on the advisory panel, um, what Oliver Luck and Ken Kendrick think. It's, uh, it's worth your time. Is it worth your money? That is something only you can answer. And be sure to check out earsportsplustrust.com. Can't wait. Until then, I am Mike Casaza. And I'm Chris Anderson. We'll talk to you later.